I'm Luka Doncic and this is Locked On Mavericks Podcast. This is gonna be huge. 360 in the contract. Never that. I just take the contact. I bring it back. I'm running on the fast break behind the back. Yeah, this that, this that, this that. Jerk with the And welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, lead analyst at Free Dawkins on YouTube, and joined, as always, by my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com. Hitting the forehand to the backhand, to the front hand, to the midhand. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? I know if I played tennis today at Dirk's uh, tennis match at SMU, I would have lost super quick. Well, to some people. Some people weren't that bad. Some people are actually good. But uh, <laughs> Luca, I don't know what to say about Luca's What end skills. of the spectrum was he? He wasn't as bad as Harrison Barnes, but he wasn't great either. And he was paired up. Uh, well, okay. So <laughs> yesterday was the third annual uh, Dirk Nowitzki Pro Celebrity Tennis Classic at uh SMU uh, a college here in Dallas and Dirk uh, tennis was Dirk's obviously first uh, sports love in uh, in his life so he ho- he hosts this uh, celebrity tennis thing every every year for the past three years I thought it's been going on longer than that but uh, it's a super fun wow. thing to uh, to go to a completely different setting than his celebrity baseball thing here in Dallas up in Frisco but yeah, it was a super fun event, and uh, people like Luca and Devin Harris supporting a nose ring with a stud. Uh, Devin Harris uh, was there playing in it. Dwight Powell uh, was playing in it. J.J. Barea was playing in it and looking good, too. Moving around really, really well, by the way, J.J. Barea. Um, but yeah, super fun event to go to. So that happened. We got a little bit of Mavs news. We'll get to that. Uh, but today on the podcast, we are starting... Our annual, our third annual, Isaac, our third annual Locked on Mavs positional rankings. We do these every year. We'll explain them, but we today we're ranking all of the point guards in the league, all the starting point guards in the league. And then we do the, we do shooting guards, small forwards, power forward centers, and we still do the traditional positions because uh, it makes it harder because it's kind of hard to pigeonhole some some teams and some, some uh, players. And so we kind of want to point that out a little bit. But we also want to see just where the teams stack up. And eventually I'll do a composite of all the rankings and see where all the teams stack up at this point according to their starters and their bench. So that's what we're doing today. But before we get to that, Isaac, you mentioned J.J. Barea. You mentioned Devin Harris. J.J. Barea officially cleared for the start of training camp, according to Brad Townsend. Uh, He was playing tennis, so I think he's he's doing pretty good. Uh, You said he was moving all right. Devin Harris, also Apparently, according to Dallas Morning News, weighing his options, and none of them are Dallas. I believe that for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, it, it's just it, it seemed you know they it was kind of bittersweet. Uh, Jeffskin Wade and Ben Rogers they announced uh, you know they kind of emceed the thing today, and like they do the baseball game too, and they're freaking awesome at doing that. And you know they announced him as former Dallas Maverick Devin Harris, and it's like. 
Dang, it's bittersweet. It's um, but it's super, uh, super cool to see him. He's seriously one of the nicest guys, one of my favorite guys I've ever got to uh, cover in the NBA. And uh, but yeah, I, I mean, he said what last summer that he got more calls about coaching than actually playing. Yes, uh, you would assume that's probably the same type of things again. But the, by the way, he finished the season. Uh, there might be a, a Vince Carter type of role spot for him on another team in the league, though. He should definitely be a guy around buyout season that that player uh, teams start to look at, because um, you there's always injuries that happen and there's always teams that need just that extra guard off the bench, yeah. for sure. Uh, the Lakers will probably be one of those teams that definitely needs one of those. So Devin Harris uh, definitely out of Dallas. Apparently, uh, we knew that the Mavericks roster was full and that De- that Devin wouldn't be part of it, but uh, just hearing it from him was kind of confirming of that that there was nothing in the works or anything like that. Also, a couple of players. Talking about Porzingis. We just can't get enough Porzingis. If we can't get the mixtape, we might as well get some quotes. Dwight Powell, quote, he's seven foot three and he shoots it from anywhere with ease. It's kind of hard to affect that shot. He's moving well. He's at full strength. Another laugh. He's very good. He's very, very good. I'm excited. Very excited. That was a quote from the Dallas Morning News, and you guys can all now change your pants. <laughs> Dwayne Price quoted Dirk when he said, I ran into him a few days ago in the gym. Yeah, he looks good. I watched him work out a little bit. He's got the deep ball. He's got all the in-between game. So he'll be a great weapon for us. We can't wait to see what he's going to look like. Isaac, Uh, (laughs) how are you feeling about Porzingis? Are you getting more excited? Is it ramping up? And uh, how did you feel about Dirk saying us? I hope he never stops saying us. Agreed. Very much agreed. I would be... uh, yeah, it would bother me more if he said, "Man, he would, you know, he'll help the Mavs and blah blah blah." I, I don't want you to talk like that ever, Dirk. It's always we. It's always us. Your silhouette uh, is going to be on the court enshrined, maybe forever. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, I always has to say we and us. But no, I mean the, the hype around Porzingis. You know, it's important to uh, just remember as fans, it's that hype is not just for the fans. It's not just us that is hyped about this. Who? The pl- the players are hyped about Porzingis taking the court with them. The players are excited to play with him in an NBA game. They've been practicing, getting this run with him. The organization obviously is super happy, but it's cool to hear, you know, Dwight Powell. It's cool to hear Dirk. You know, it's gonna be a common theme over the next few weeks going into Media Day. That's gonna be like the one of the biggest things at Media Day is what the what everybody's saying about KP. And he's going to have the biggest spotlight of anyone at media day. It's not going to be Luca year two. It's not, I, I'm just, it's going to be what does Kristaps Porzingis look like and how healthy is he? And then like, is this all-star Porzingis? That's going to be the talk of media day. Yeah, this is definitely a bigger conversation, but there is, there is some conditioning on Mavs fans right now of this team created media hype that just doesn't live up to the hype, right? That we, we hype up Nerlens and we hype up Dennis and it just becomes this, we hype up Harrison Barnes and then they hype up, you know, Deandre Jordan coming back in. They hype up all these players that have now come through. I mean, even Wesley Matthews, you hype up these guys and they just don't follow through as well as you would have hoped. And except for Harrison Barnes, I guess he, he worked out better than maybe fans thought, uh, but not enough to the contract probably. And now Porzingis is coming in, and this is a guy that should exceed what you think. He's the unicorn. I mean, he's yeah. real, and this is real, and this is a, a real thing, and it's a real player coming in to the Mavericks. Uh, so it's, it's very interesting to see 
the tentativeness of embracing Porzingis fully right now. And maybe some of that's because they have we haven't seen him play yet. So um let's do this right now, Isaac. We got a couple of shout outs. So I went to Disneyland or Disney World the other day, had a great time. Uh my wife and I took the plunge. We said uh you only live once and we got season passes, so we're gonna go to Disney a lot and we're excited about it. And at Disney, I saw 1,157 bachelorette parties, and I saw one bachelor party, (laughs) and in the bachelor party, there were, uh, every single guy was wearing a different NBA jersey. There was um, a Charles Barkley jersey, there's a Scottie Pippen jersey, there's a Jackie Moon jersey, uh, and there's two Mavs jerseys. Isaac, can you guess what two Mavs jerseys were worn in this bachelor party at Epcot at Disney World? I'm going with uh, Luca and Dennis Smith Jr. Absolutely incorrect. One of them is the greatest player to ever play for the franchise. Okay, Dirk. That was an easy one. Another one was a uh, not as well of a known guy. Kind of obscure. Uh, he scored 20,000 points in his career, but he is not super well known to the casual fan. He is no longer on the team. He was on the team very briefly. <laughs> he played for the Wizards with Gilbert Arenas. <laughs> Why am I drawing a blank on this? And it's not that one. It's Antoine Jameson. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Which is funny because that could have been Karan Butler or Antoine Jameson. But it was Antoine Jameson. You know, he was always slept on in his career. He, he was great. He's he kind of a, a steal. Like, he was super underrated. But, yeah, if you, you know were... what college he played for? <laughs> He's sneaky good. If, uh, if you were wearing an Antoine Jameson jersey or a Dirk jersey at Disney World on Saturday... Um, I was there and you didn't see me. So there we go. That's the Mavs news, man. There's a, there's a lot of stuff. I have my shout out. Get off oh, my sorry, shout sorry, out. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Isaac has a shout out too. I was at the uh, Dirk uh, tennis thingy uh, at SMU today. That's funny that I shouted out somebody that I didn't even meet and you actually met these <laughs> people. <laughs> I to and, and yes, some loyal listeners to the podcast, Isaac Stipp and his wife, uh, they, hey. uh, I was talking to somebody and they were chilling and I, I ran into them and they're like, Hey, my name's Isaac too. And so, yeah, <laughs> immediately we start talking about the podcast. They're loyal listeners to the podcast. Shout out to you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, it was good seeing you guys. It was good meeting you. Uh, I say this a lot, but I immediately followed them on Twitter. If I ever meet you in person, my first thing I always ask my, like, Hey, what's your Twitter? I'm gonna follow you on Twitter and, uh, we can DM talk, whatever. So, Obviously, if you ever see any uh, either one of us sometime, holler at us. And uh, if you listen to the podcast and all that stuff, and it's just cool. It's cool meeting some of you guys in person sometime. For sure, for sure. So, guys, um, we're gonna get to the positional rankings, the point guard positional rankings. These are, I mean, these are a little crazy. There's just so many good point guards in the league right now, uh, and there's a lot of randomly decent point guards in the league right now. So we're gonna talk about all of them. But before we do. Can't find a workout that keeps you engaged. I know I can't. I never can. Peloton is an immersive cardio experience with real-time features that will always keep you coming back, especially if it's in your own home. Uh, Get $100 off accessories when you purchase the Peloton bike and get a great cardio workout at home. Go to one-peloton.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get started. That's onepeloton.com. There's no dash. Onepeloton.com and use the promo code LOCKED to get started, L-O-C-K-E-D is the promo code. Peloton, get your workout on, get your spin on, get your bike on. All right, Isaac, so we've done these now. This is the third year of doing these positional rankings. 
Um, they are fluid. Uh, I have been known to change mine in the middle of a podcast. <laughs> Except for the Gary Harris one. Uh, what was that? Two years ago where I slept on Gary Harris super hard. Uh, I didn't change that one just on principle. Um, but they're based on next year only. This is who we think, how good these players are going to be next year only. So like Trey Young is probably going to be a little bit lower, even though he should be one of the top on the list because his future, you know, looks so bright. Um, it also and, and, accounts for defense as well. Um, yeah, it's it's obviously it's harder to rank uh, rookies on this, like John ja Morant yeah. uh, putting him on this. You know, we start. It's crazy when we first started doing these rankings. John Morant was going into his senior year of high school. Does that not feel weird? Uh, when wow. we first started doing these rankings, but you know, it's hard to project something like that. So it's a little bit of projections. It's a little bit based off how they, uh, how they did last year. Uh, it's a fun exercise for us because fans, you know, uh, love to rank things. Fans love ratings. So we do this whole week of it. Uh, listeners will interact with it and get mad about something that we rank somebody. But uh, And it's fun to see where Nick and I differ on these things too. So that's always fun. And we, we do this because we want to see where the Mavs stack up among the rest of the players in the league. So we, uh, with point guards, we're going to see where DeLon Wright stacks up today. We're not doing Luka. Uh, we're going to put him in a different ranking. We figure that DeLon is the point guard. He's going to guard point guards. So that's where we're going to put DeLon Wright, even though it's going to be fluid, which is why it's hard to do these rankings sometimes. So all right. Also, don't come after us about position stuff because the the longer this goes on of how this league is now, like positions are pretty much out the out the door. But we so we have to put some people at a certain position. So yeah, not putting Luca at point guard uh, when we have somebody like Ben Simmons. We just chose not to do that. So get over it for the most part. <laughs> yes, and um. Yeah, it's, it's harder and harder, and that's kind of the point. The power forward one is going to be impossible. <laughs> yes. There's is. like three teams in the league. I just have no idea who they're going to start at four. Okay, let's start. We should have the same number one. We should have the same number one, really? Yes, it's a Steph two, Curry? It's a two-time MVP. It's, it's Steph Curry. Uh, his brother is on the maps. So if you don't know who he is. Uh, that one's easy. I, he's he's unassailable. He's at the top. There's not really anything you could say about it. Lillard had that great run in the the playoffs, but Steph is still the top dog. Uh, and you you mentioned Seth. I just want to point this out. Also, we literally have an Excel sheet between both of us to where we put this starting point guard for each team. So we're ranking just the starting people. It has nothing to do with. Um, backup players. We can't have you know a backup player. You know we can't have two people from the same team. So it's just the thirty starting point guards. We'll do the we'll do a different bench one as well. Yes, we'll do a ranking of the benches. Uh, number two, I have Lillard. Me too, Dame Lillard. Number Excellent. two. That, that's right. Um, the next three <laughs> right. were tough. I have we should in, have the next three. I have in this order: Westbrook, Kyrie, and Kemba. That's the exact order I no have. No freaking way. Groupthink. We are group. We have the same exact top five in the same order. Groupthink. Obviously, obviously <laughs> of how we're uh, reacting to this, we don't talk about our rankings beforehand. That's what makes this fun for us. We rank them, come together on this podcast, and you, we hear each other's rankings when we're recording right now. It's like Christmas. It's like, yes, I got the toy. Um. This was hard. Westbrook and Kyrie are so very similar right now in the fact that they have their own huge flaws. I almost wanted to name these tiers. Uh, like, tier one is God tier. 
Uh, Steph and Lillard are like God tier. And then, uh, tier two is like flawed God, right? Like I put it with, I put it G A W D flawed God, uh, because Westbrook and Kyrie both have these huge, massive flaws. Kyrie with the teamwork, team building, chemistry kind of thing. Westbrook with the jump shooting, uh, Kyrie in a sense with the defense as well. Um, but they just have these massive flaws. It's really hard to just rank them because they're just so good. Westbrook's won an MVP. He's, he, I mean, he puts up stats, and people say, oh, he just pads his stats. But it takes real talent to pad your stats in the NBA. I mean, he is just he's really, really good. Kyrie is just one of the most talented players in the league. It's just really hard to rank those guys. But I think top five is, you know, good place for him. Yeah. I mean, I when I started doing these rankings, I immediately listed those five with Steph and Dame at the top. And then you can convince me on the other people, different combinations of Kyrie or Kimba over Westbrook and all that stuff. Yeah. But, I think at any given point in the season, you can convince me that this order, these three in this order should be completely different, which is yes. just wild. Like last year when Kimba was going on his run, I'd be like, Oh yeah. Kemba above Westbrook, above Kyrie. Number six. This was hard for me to put here. I have Ben Simmons. Oh, spicy he he's a dude can't shoot i know but he's an all defensive play he's an all defensive team he's See, incredible he's in transition he's a great passer it was just hard for me to put him below some of these other guys oh god so versatile he changes the dynamic for the team and for the good and for the bad and i don't even have we, him in the top c- 10 so no freaking way top no. you don't have him in top 10 the dude can't hit a jump shot. You, I'm glad that he can run the court and play some defense, but he's, like he's underrated for in your in your mind. That's crazy. Okay. I gotta see them. Yeah. All right. Who do you have at six then? I have De'Aaron Fox. Okay, I have him at eight. Okay. Which is not far. Two spots. Yeah, I mean, this whole next tier was super, super difficult for me. Yeah. I have what three I have eight people in this next tier for me. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just kind of difficult, but yeah, I have De'Aaron Fox at, at, at six. This is obviously a little bit of projecting a little bit, but I think he's going to have a monster year. Uh, I think he's already really good. Um, I have Jamal Murray right after him at seven. I have Jamal Murray after him, but at nine. Okay. Um, kind of the same. I just, I like De'Aaron Fox better than Jamal Murray. Yeah. The defensive end for De'Aaron Fox. Uh, I think he's a better playmaker too. Just the, the size and. The ability that he has, I think that they're better. That's why I have Fox above Murray. Um, who do you have between there, though? Um, between okay, so I have Ben Simmons at six. I have Mike Conley at seven. Okay, I have Conley at eight. Okay, cool. So we've similar similar areas, but we dif- we differ on the Ben Simmons one a lot. And then you have Ben Simmons at nine. No, I told you I don't even have him in the top ten. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'll let you know when I get the Ben Simmons. <laughs> Okay, uh, so I have Ben Simmons, Conley, Fox, and Murray. That's my six through nine. Okay. So who do you have at nine then? I have Trey Young. Wow. Okay. See, <laughs> so Trey Young can't play defense at all. Yeah, I'll take shooting over defense. Wow. I have Trey Young much lower. Okay. I would gladly take Trey Young over Ben Simmons. Wow. Gladly. Maybe I have him too low, but I just that's just where I stand with Ben Simmons. I understand I'm lower than most people on it, but I'm talking I about for that, one year, for next year, you would take Trey Young over Ben Simmons by a landslide. Well, I mean, obviously you look at team success, Philly's gonna be a good team next year, but in 
as constructed, uh, how it's in Philly. I don't. I just don't like that Ben Simmons. If they, if you put Ben Simmons in in Giannis type of system and said build the whole system around him, it might be a little bit different, you know. But as constructed, no. I mean, the dude still can't hit a jump shot. So like, I'm just the last time I saw him play an NBA game was these playoffs to where he can't come down and take a you know and and do a step back shot. Like I mean, I'm glad that he's a six ten Michael Carter Williams, but cool. Okay, so Trey Young at nine. I have Jamal Murray at nine. Number ten. We might have the same guy. I hope we do. Kyle Lowry. I have Kyle Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> I will say this. The three veteran point guards in Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, and Chris Paul. Very difficult to rank. Yeah. You know, they're just the vets. They've been there for a while. Whatever you want to say about Chris Paul and his contract, when he's healthy, he's still a, a good basketball player. Uh, so, obviously, he's not top five like he used to be. But those three guys I had difficulty with. But I still say I still would take Chris Paul over Ben Simmons. And I have Chris Paul uh, after Lowry. Yeah. Okay. I have Chris Paul a little bit lower. Uh, I would not take him over Ben Simmons right now. Um. Man, he might have. It kind of a, depends on what you want. He might, yeah, he might have an fu season in OKC though. If he ends up staying in OKC, just to show I like I still got it. Yeah. Um, number eleven, I have Bledsoe. Gosh, where do I have Bledsoe? Oh, it's not that much farther. Yeah, I've I've Eric I've Eric Bledsoe, so that's my top eleven. Number twelve, I have Luca's buddy Goran Dragic, the comeback season. Oh man. I have Dragic down a little bit. I do like Dragic a lot, though. I just have him down a little bit, though. All right, so we still have not heard Ben Simmons' name. So coming up next, hopefully we'll get through all 30 names and we'll hear Ben Simmons' name at some point. So coming up next, we'll talk about the rest of our rankings. Uh, We're through 11 players now for the rest of the 30. All right, Isaac, to recap... My top 11 point guards, starting point guards in the NBA. Steph Curry, Lillard, Westbrook, Kyrie, Kemba, Ben Simmons, Mike Conley, De'Aaron Fox, Jamal Murray, Kyle Lowry, Eric Bledsoe, and Goran Dragic. Your top 10 so far, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Westbrook, Kyrie, Kemba, Fox, Murray, Conley, Trey Young, Kyle Lowry, Chris Paul, and number 12. And Ben Simmons at 12. There we go. Okay. I'm glad, I'm glad we teased and, that and just immediately paid it off. <laughs> I debated between him and Brogdon, but... You love Brogdon so much. I do. I have Brogdon at 13 right after him. I have Brogdon at 15. We're close. Okay. I don't care. People can come after me. I brought, for I anybody that, Brogdon, that, I love him. Isn't, that hasn't listened, is listening for the first time, us doing these rankings, Some we, we kind of do these in tiers a little bit, too, because these are just so close. I think probably from 11 to... 16 for me are just they're so close they're so close together one good week could change what i think about these guys in any given order um just because they're they're very close so you have ben simmons brogdon i have chris paul at 13 right after Dragic. okay number 14 i got our boy our boy that never was but could have been they didn't even take a meeting they didn't even call him they were too busy having dinner patrick beverly oh beverly Patrick Beverly. I love Beverly. What could have been? Um, 14, obviously I'm projecting a little bit, but 
I gotta stick to my guns on this because I have him winning rookie of the year over Zion. I have John Morant. Wow, that might be our biggest one yet. I think he's gonna be great this year. Wow, I'm all in on Jaw this year. I think he's gonna. I think point guards in the league for the first year. I think they struggle a little bit, and that's what I'm kind of projecting for him. Uh, I expect him to be good eventually. I mean, I say great, like. Yeah, great in like rookie terms, not like he's going to be an all star. Yeah, but I think we're comparing him against other, like we're comparing him against veteran players right now in this. So I just think that he's going to struggle compared to some of these other players on the list. But uh, so you've you've John Morant. My fifteen is Brogdon. Okay, and that rounds out the top fifteen for me. So that's that's your top half of point guards. Who do you have at fifteen? I have Dejounte Murray. Oh, I can't believe you have him higher than me. I'm so high on DeJounte Murray, but I guess... I love DeJounte Murray. Uh, Another guy that's super hard to rank because obviously he missed last year with 20 ACL. But going back to last year, he was my pick my pick for most improved player. I thought he was going to have an incredible like breakout season last year for the Spurs, and obviously it didn't happen. Year before last, he was second team all defense, even though he played like 21 minutes a game, which is just wild to me to think about. That's crazy. Um, number 16, I have Trey Young. So... Our big difference so far, Trey Young, you have him at 9, I have him at 16. That's probably like a tier, right? Yeah. 9 to 16 is probably a tier. So that's all, they're all jumbled up there. Um, But so far, I have Ben Simmons in like my third tier, and you have Ben Simmons in like your fourth tier. Yeah, something like that. That's our big difference. Uh, Who do you have at 16? Uh, sixteen. I have Eric Bledsoe. I'll just read through a couple of these because we have the same player. Uh, I have Bledsoe at sixteen. I have Patrick Beverly at seventeen. Uh, I have Goran Dragic at eighteen, or not eighteen, nineteen, because at eighteen, after Patrick Beverly, I have Dallas Maverick himself, Delon Wright. I have Delon at twenty. Okay, I'm right there. I'm right there with you. Okay, so that's John Morant, Dejounte Murray, Bledsoe, Beverly, Delon, and then Dragic. So, you think that Delon is going to be better than Dragic. So, everybody that was upset that the Mavericks didn't get Dragic, you think it ended up being better off because they got Delon right because he's better right now. I think, well, yeah, it's just a uh, different type of you know point guard. I think what Delon's going to bring the team with his defense, uh, versatility, I think he's going to get better because he's still a younger player. Um, I think off the bat, Dragic would have been a better offensive player you know, for the team because he's there, he's right there you know, as a vet. He knows his role. He knows everything. I think over the season, you're going to see DeLon Wright get better and grow. So I think by the end of the season, DeLon will be better in Dragic, but that will take time. I think Dragic will be better at the beginning. The yeah. Dragic thing is so weird because he was essentially traded. The, the Heat thought they traded him, and now he's going to start the season on that team. Um, okay, number 17, I have Rubio, the MVP of the FIBA tournament. Congrats to him. Uh, number 18, I have Lonzo. Hmm. Not even sure if Lonzo's going to start at point guard. <laughs> Not for sure either. It could be Drew Holiday. We put Drew Holiday at two, obviously, because we haven't mentioned him yet. He would definitely be super high. But we put Drew Holiday at two. I think Lonzo is going to start, but we'll see. They'll bring J.J. Redick off the bench. Uh, Lonzo, defensive, but he has a killer passing instinct, obviously. And I just think this new situation will be good for him. Uh, but I have him under Rubio. Fair unfair? Well, you obviously have him lower than. Yeah, I mean, I have Rubio at 20, so. Uh, I have DeJounte Murray at 19. I have DeLon Wright at 20. So I have this I have this group of, like, defensive point guards in Rubio, Lonzo, DeJounte, uh, and DeLon Wright all kind of bunched up. With, I guess, Beverly and Brogdon 
at 14 and 15. So they're like this clump of defensive point guards, which is kind of interesting in the NBA right now. You think that point guard position, you think of these flashy guys that have to score all the time, and a lot of teams have these defensive, tough point guards. Yeah. And, I mean, really, it kind of goes into uh, the next – uh, for me, the next tier yeah. uh, with I have Colin Sexton at twenty one, and wow, yeah, I like Colin Sexton. Shot over forty percent from three, uh, good defender at the point guard spot. I like him. So yeah, I have him at twenty one. I did not like what I saw from him, but yeah, this next tier for me is just it's all jumbled up. I mean, you have yes, it's hard. It's just so hard to differentiate. Uh, number twenty two, I or twenty one, I have Jeff Teague. Ooh no, get out of here. I mean, it's a twenty. Uh, it's a twenty-one. I know. I'm just not about Jeff Teague. I've always been anti-Jeff Teague. Yeah, it's hard when he's touted as like a shooting point guard, and he shoots like three threes a game. You're like, okay, yes. well, you give me eight assists, and you give me three three point attempts per game, not makes attempts. I'm not really sure what I'm getting out of you. So, um, but I mean, he's still he's still a decent starting point guard. He's just not. I have Jeff Teague at twenty six. Um, but yeah, Colin Sexton at 21. I have Sadoransky at 22. I also Sadoransky at 22. Let's go. And we have Sadoransky starting over Chris Dunn. Uh, I think that's how they're going to go. They paid Thomas Sadoransky $10 million a year in Chicago to start for them. And he had a killer FIBA tournament. Uh, at least he had a couple of really, really good games I saw. But um, yeah, I think he's he's going to be good for them. He, he, that team is... Turning into something interesting. Otto Porter, Laurie Markkinen, Rick Carlisle's guy, Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> Number 23, I have Reggie Jackson, who I know you don't like either. Oh, get out of here. I have Reggie Jackson at 28. He's still like a 15-5 and five guy last year. We're at the Drew League? In the National Basketball Association of America in the United States and Canada. Derrick Rose is better than him. Yo, do you think they're going to start Derrick Rose? At the two? Probably. Oh, my gosh. That team's going to be so They got weird. Joe Johnson, so they're winning the East. That team is is a dark horse, Isaac. <laughs> I have Lonzo Ball at 23. Okay, so I have an 18, you have a 23. That's not surprising. <laughs> I actually like Lonzo, but dang, you were higher on Um, And then I have Terry Rozier at 24. Okay, I have him at 26, so we're close. And we kind of have similar players at the bottom here. Okay. 24, I have John Morant. Um, 25. I can't wait to see you John Morant highlight clips this year. I like John Morant. I just think that he's going to – I think he's also going to average like eight turnovers a game. <laughs> Possibly. And struggle shooting from the field. That's fine. He's he, he's there to figure everything out and struggle. It's fine. You take Rubio over John Morant? Right now, yeah. If I'm going one season, I want to try to win games. Mm. John Morant's season, okay. I feel like, is going to be a lot like Dennis's, except for he's going to have probably more highlights. Yeah, he's a way better passer than Dennis. Anyway, okay. Yeah, yeah he's, he's a better uh, player, but I just think it's going to be like that. Where we Speaking of Dennis, where do you have Dennis? I have Dennis. Okay, so I have DJ Augustine at 25. Guys, this is rough. We haven't even said Dennis's name yet. It's tough. Point guard position is tough right now. You have all these defensive specialists. You have these scoring guys. You have all these. Guys I have the- Dennis Smith Jr. at twenty-five. Okay, I have Dennis at twenty-seven. Okay. I have DJ Augustine at twenty-five. I have Rogier at twenty-six. I have Dennis Smith Jr. at twenty-seven. So you have Teague at twenty-six. Who do you have at twenty-seven? DJ Augustine. 
and then Reggie Jackson at 28. <laughs> and then, bam, we have the same two people at 29 and 30. So let's see we what We always order. do this. We always have the same top, and then we always yeah. have the same exact bottom one. Um, okay, so these are hard because these last two teams, they're obviously – We're not going to sit and debate this. It, the, no, the last two teams are the Lakers and the Wizards. No clue who's going to start for either of these teams. I am – as everyone knows, and an unabashed Lakers fan, no clue who they're going to start at point guard. Uh, it people say LeBron, and I, he's not going to guard point guards, so I want to know who's the other guard that's starting because you're not just going to have Danny Green, LeBron, Kuzma, uh, Anthony Davis, and Javale starting. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, but either if it's if it's Avery Bradley or Rondo, I have them as the 29. Okay, yeah, me too. And then number 30, the Washington Wizards. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas, Sorry. I guess. I, I mean. Getting the it second, getting the second season. chance. Back the Brinks truck up. So there you go. Those are our tiers. Um, man, that's rough. A lot of East point guards at the bottom here. Sadoransky, Reggie Jackson, uh, DJ Augustine, Rogier, uh, Dennis, Sexton. Man, it's tough. Isaiah. Yeah. And there, and when you look at these bottom things, I know we're really pushing for time, but. I always try to look at some of these guys in the bottom 10 of my rankings and say, man, who's who's one guy that I think could really project themselves up? Like, who's the one guy? Like, somebody like DJ Augustine, Jeff Teague. Like, these guys, you know who they are. Like, they're not going to really move too much because that's just who they are at this point. Are there any of these young guys? And really, you look at somebody like Dennis Smith Jr. You look at somebody like Colin Sexton. You look at somebody like Lonzo. Like, those are some young guys who could take a huge step next next season in some like newer type of roles and man they could skyrocket up this list absolutely and that's what we we like to see and uh yeah there you go so i have delon wright as the 20th best point guard in the nba isaac has him as the 18th best starting point guard in the nba which is pretty good but and, and he's he's one of those prime guys too, to where you look at the guys around him that we have ranked. You look at somebody like um, Patrick Beverly, Bledsoe, Drogic, Rubio. Those guys really ain't moving a, a ton, I, in my opinion. Like those are vets. We know who they yeah. are. But Delon Wright, I kind of put him in the same categories like a Dejounte Murray, as far as like they can they could have massive seasons because they're still younger in their career to where they project themselves upwards they put them the, they put could put themselves on like a Malcolm Brogdon type of level with a really good season this year for sure so there you go those are our rankings um we do shooting guards tomorrow the positional rankings Guys, shooting guards is a r- rough one to shooting do, guards so. is rough uh, again get your peloton bike one peloton.com promo code locked on guys thanks so much for listening to the locked on maps He's out. Boom. Boom.